0: Do it. We ready? Yes. Ready. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to season two of Principles for Principals. We are excited to bring our listeners another season of this podcast that's geared towards supporting district and school leaders. And as always, our goal is to share, learn, and connect about current ideas and best practices in school leadership around topics that are relevant to our work. So whether you're an experienced or novice leader, we have built this podcast for you and today's conversation, will continue to explore ideas, tips, and resources in developing and fine-tuning leadership skills.
1: Thanks, Jeff. We are super excited to introduce a new member of a podcast team. It's our new host, Julia Breedy, and your returning host, Jeff Warshot, and myself, Aaron Dare. We're all coming to you from the San Diego County Office of Education. We are excited to share our experience with all of you and hope that you find today's episode super informative that you'll be able to apply these in your leadership context.
2: Nice. Thanks so much, Erin. I'm excited to join the podcast team. To launch season two, we thought we'd have a conversation about chronic absenteeism. And really thinking about chronic absenteeism beyond the absences, really thinking about chronic absenteeism as a connection and a way to encourage belonging and relationship in schools for our students. Educational success can increase when students feel a sense of belonging in the classroom and at school. And creating school and classroom environments where students feel supported, connected, have positive relationships. Really, really invite um, engagement and reduces chronic absenteeism. Today, we'll have a roundtable discussion with our hosts.
1: Thanks, Julie. I appreciate you um, sharing um, a little bit about what our topic is today. and and something that I think is super important is, you know when you create that sense of belongingness and connectedness, it really starts with the school culture, right? And so how are we building as leaders a school culture where students, staff, families, parents feel personally accepted, feel respected, included? I think those are all really important pieces to this puzzle because when you have that, then it creates a sense of, tr- of trust in your school community. Um, it also kind of builds that self-efficacy with students. It's, it also builds some self-esteem. And so it really does help their their overall well-being. And ultimately, when you create that sense of belonging, I think that it really helps to to get kids to school. Right. We want to see them on campus. We want to see their faces. We want to see them in those seats. And so when they feel safe, trusted, connected, then you you get them at school.
2: Absolutely, Erin. And I just think having spaces where students feel honored, where joy is felt, where fun and happiness is experienced, engagement happens. And so I think about the intentionality that we as adults have on school campuses to really um, make that space safe and um, connected for students.
0: Julia, I think that's super important, and it's making me think about just the, the, the impression that a student has in the early days of school, even if they've been a student at that school for for a long time, um, the the start of a new school year is the start of, in most cases, working with a new cohort of students in my class and and the new teachers and so forth. And so those first impressions and that those early days of school generating conditions where kids feel seen and heard and connected um, just just sets them up to have such a, a positive outlook and impression of what their school experience is supposed to be about. And so when we're intentional about that in the way that we um, that we go about leading our schools and setting that culture and those conditions, um, it, it just, it, it, I think it, it really, it, it sparks a, a different kind of energy at the early part of the school year.
2: Absolutely, Jeff. And, you know, you talked about that word intentional. I think that we often use words like intentional and purposeful. But when I think about school, school engagement and chronic absenteeism, like what might be some intentional practices? I just think of some things like learning students' names, greeting them by name as they walk in the door, saying good morning, Jeff, saying good morning, Erin. I mean, small things like that can really foster a safe and connected culture that I think shouldn't be overlooked as we think about setting up the conditions for a student success as they walk through our doors just, you know, on day one.
1: And I think, Julia, you hit on something really important. You know, oftentimes students are coming onto our schools with um, something that may have happened to them prior to, to showing up, right? And so it could have been that maybe there was a family emergency the night before, and they were up all night supporting whatever the family emergency was, or maybe their parents are working two jobs and they have to help to support with their younger siblings. And so So oftentimes, they're coming with something that that is weighing heavily on them. So your first impression or their first interaction should be, good morning, Julia. Good morning, Jeff. Welcome to school. I'm glad you're here. It shouldn't be, why are you late? How come you're not showing up on time? That really sets the tone for the student. And it really does start to build a barrier where they don't feel connected. They start to shut down because they already know they're late. They already know they're not at school for certain reasons. So let's break that barrier, right? Let's let's give students that opportunity to feel connected and to feel welcomed because ultimately we want them to have the most successful experience at school and to create that, we need to build that, that culture.
0: Erin, that's I think a super important point as well. And, and I think while it's not what we wish for, for any students we know, that for some students, their school day is is the safest, most comfortable part of their day. And so uh, anything we can do to amplify that safety and to help them feel connected, I think is, is an important intentionality in the way we go about um, we go about connecting with them and, and giving them an opportunity to, 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 to know that there are adults who care and, and who are more interested in their well-being than in the, the two or three minutes that it took them extra minutes that it might have taken them to get to get in the classroom that day.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think too, as adults on campus, uh, whether we're the custodian, the office staff, teachers in the classroom, the school principal, just taking a moment to really get to know kids. Like, what do they like? I remember as a principal, I learned that this little boy hated mayonnaise. And so we just have this fun kind of witty talk back and forth about mayonnaise, about how I was going to get a, on a sandwich and, and silly things like that. And it just, changed our relationship. And it was silly. And, you know, it wasn't even about education and standards and outcomes, but it made him feel connected. And we had this just relationship. And, and I just think about how knowing something special about students and just taking the time to learn their likes, their dislikes, really helps us connect and then th- makes us um, more engaging and think about and able to think about things that are more relevant for them.
1: Julia, it really, that point right there makes me think about the two by 10 strategy. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, it's really, um, it's a strategy where you take a handful of students who may be at risk. It could be academically with attendance, socially, emotionally. And so you, you pick some students that for, over the course of 10 days, you meet with them for two minutes. And so what's important about that though, is that you're not going to talk to them about Uh, maybe why they're at risk, you're going to ask them questions about like, what is your favorite thing to do outside? You know, what's your favorite food, things like that, to get to know them personally, because that starts to create that relationship. It starts, they start to feel like, oh, this person really cares about me. And so, You know, that's I I really think about that strategy. We know it's impactful. I know that that Julia, um, you're on on an attendance team at the county level where that's a strategy that is recommended to use with attendance. And so I think it was it's something that, you know, if you haven't tried it, try it. Uh, We could put a link in the in the podcast show notes um, on how to to um, access that strategy. But I definitely, as you were talking, was thinking like, hey, that's that's a great way for them to feel connected with students at their site.
2: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Erin. And just for our listeners, that two by 10 strategy is actually one of the resources listed in our theme content this month. So take a peek at it. It's uh, super easy and just gives you a nice structure to think about how I can, with intention and purpose, get to know the students in, in my building.
0: You know, one other area that I'm thinking of when we talk about chronic absence and we talk about all the different factors that contribute to that, um, I, I I think about the opportunity to be collaborative partners with parents and families when it comes to supporting student attendance and and knowing that that's not always uh, as accessible in, for some schools and some families as uh, as it is in other places but recognizing that when we are allies with with parents and families um then we you know we, we i think we set we increase the chances that we're going to, um, to be able to help that connection with kids to be leveraged in a way that results in uh, better outcomes, not only for attendance, but we know that that's a, a key um, start to then um, feeding the learning, the teaching and learning process. So, um, so I'm just just wanted to, to be mindful of and think about how we can um, how we can engage parents, guardians, families in um, in, in making sure that uh, that it's a collective effort to support students.
2: Absolutely. And people know when we care. Right. And so it goes beyond just the students. It, it touches the families as well. So it's a really important reminder.
0: So if we uh, as we get this the school year underway here uh, this fall, <clears throat> um, with all of that in mind that we've just talked about, if you had one wish for students this year, what would it be?
2: So many opportunities for so many wishes. It's a hard question.
0: Can't wish for more wishes.
1: (laughs) You'll get one. Uh, Can I
2: rub a (laughs) lamp? Um, So let's see. I think, I mean, without sounding trite, um, I, I just want kids to have, you know, minimum one person at their school sites that they trust that they can go to, that they they are, that they that feel warm when they have an interaction with, and if we could grow from one person to two people to three people, but just starting with that one person at school sites, um, I'd love that for each and every student in San Diego County.
0: Nice.
1: Julia, I, I'm going to echo a little bit on that, and, you know, I think, you know, for students, for my wish, I would I, I just want everyone to have a champion. Right. And it goes along with what you were saying, Julia, is, you know, we all need a champion in our lives. And so who is that champion on campus going to be for the students? And so if, you know, listeners that are out there that are wondering, like, what am I going to do this year? How am I going to support students in my community? Be the champion. Be that person that pick the students that you know are your most at risk and be there for them and spread that, right? You spread that with your staff, you spread that throughout your district and just make it part of your culture, make it part of your vision, part of your mission. And um and yeah, I just I just challenge, I challenge the leaders in our that are listening to do that, but I also wish for our students to have a very successful year emotionally, socially, academically. And so I'll Jeff, you haven't shared your wish yet, so I'm gonna pass it
0: on to you. Well, you've taken the good wishes, both of you, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I think in a related way, what I would wish at a, at a, in a general sense would be that, um, that for everyone, students and adults, that when each day comes to a close and we're thinking back on how that day's school experience went, that there are clear moments of joy that were a part of the experience in each day, and that that joy is something that can be multiplied and built upon from one day to the next in service of everything we've talked about here when it comes to relationships and connectedness and sense of belonging, and ultimately the impact that all of that has on the opportunity to create conditions for learning. And so, um, so my, my wish for all of us is that uh, we have a, a joyful year ahead and that, uh, that it's filled with, with all of the things that we've, we've talked about today.
2: Nice. You know, I just want to make sure that I also talk uh, about the Attendance Works webpage. For those of you at school sites, this webpage is amazing. It's rich with resources. It has reproducibles in terms of letters to parents. It has student success plans when working with students who are struggling coming to school. So if you're not aware of this website, I'd um, encourage you to open it up and just kind of keep swimming in there and click on all those hyperlinks. It's just um, has lots of, lots of opportunities to uh, have you think differently about attendance and resources. So it's super practical. Yeah, get in there. It's one of our featured resources in our tip sheet this month.
1: Thanks, Julia. Thanks, Jeff. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Principles for Principles want more leadership resources you can subscribe to our today's informed principle or what we'd like to call our tip sheet we will place the link in the podcast show notes if you'd like to sign up if you have feedback or want to give us a shout out on today's episode tweet us at sd principles we'd love to hear from you join us again next time for more leadership tips